The Network Live. News, insights, and stories right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Don't miss this opportunity to hear world news, insights, and stories from guests around the world. The Network Live is your pathway to connecting people and ministries. virus crisis has changed America and the world forever. Who would have believed that three months ago that some, some Americans would not be permitted uh, by our government to attend church? Only 10 of you can go. That's shutting a church of 22,000 people down. But we are guaranteed by the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution that we, quote, and I'm reading this because I know many of you didn't learn this in school, Congress shall make no law prohibiting the free exercise of religion or of the right of the people to peacefully assemble. That's what you do when you go to church. St. Paul presents the law of God in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. He says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Say that with me. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. So man's law in this coronavirus issue was stay at home and save the world. Lock down for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks until I tell you you can get loose. Our government ruled as many of you who wanted to could go get whiskey. That was considered essential, but churches were not considered essential. They also ruled that you can keep Planned Parenthood, keep killing babies. We'll even give you $500 million to keep doing that, which is exactly what they did. But shut down the church that teaches six things God hates, and one of them is those who shed innocent blood. Our government released one-third of the criminals in America's prisons. Some of them were murderers and rapists. Some of them are out on the street now. And they put a salon owner in Dallas, Texas, a lady in jail because she needed to go to work to feed her children. Fortunately, we live in Texas. Our governor, Greg Abbott, and the salon owner got the salon owner released immediately. And our lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, offered to pay her $7,000 fine and serve her jail sentence. That's the kind of leadership we have in Texas, and that's why we live here. The coronavirus pandemic took the world's greatest economy in a matter of days. 40 million people were looking for work. It's the worst since the Great Depression. As Americans, we have discovered that our political system is indeed saturated with tin-horn, egotistical, petty dictators who are ready and willing to trample your constitutional freedoms away from you just that fast. Listen, if we do not use our freedom to defend our freedom, we will lose our freedom.
Beware of those who seek to take care of you, lest your caretaker becomes your jailer. I listened to two doctors on Fox News confess that they had been pressured to record death certificates incorrectly, meaning that if a person did not have CV-19, they were told to record it as a death by coronavirus. Why? Because it ran the numbers up and qualified them for more federal aid. That message was knocked off of television in a hurry. Why? Because they want to make the crisis greater, to crush the hope of the American people through fear to control you, to extend this crisis all the way to to the November presidential election, if possible. A student of history and Bible prophecy, I have often wondered how long it would take the Antichrist to come to power. Now I know about 30 days. That's just about how long it took for the American news media to terrorize America's citizens into submission. General Jack Keane reported over Fox News, quote, China weaponized coronavirus to destroy the democracy's economy, end of quote. Think about that. Why now? Because of the presidential election to defeat President Donald Trump, who had the U.S. economy booming and was systematically destroying the New World Order. Why is this a dress rehearsal for the New World Order and the coming Antichrist? John the Revelator clearly describes a marching army of 200 million people going to battle. Only China can put together an army like that. It's interesting to note that China's flag is red, yellow, and many of the Chinese army wear dark blue suits. A favorite Chinese symbol is that of a fired breathing dragon and a large head, which is clearly described in Revelation 9. This is why Jesus said in Matthew 24, 22, unless those days, the days of the tribulation, be shortened, no flesh on the earth would be saved. Why? Because man with his biochemical warfare Nations with their nuclear capability. There are nine nations now that have nuclear warfare. We have the ability to kill every person on the face of the earth 10 times over, literally. A reign of terror is coming in the future to planet earth that will make the CB19 crisis a walk in the park. Medical experts were telling us that CB19 would infect would infect 81% of the U.S. population and 2.2 million Americans were going to die. That produced fear, reasonably fear, but the number was never even close to that. The Antichrist and the New World Order will rule the world with fear. If you refuse to take his mark in your forehead or hand, he will cut your head off. That's fearful. Those who reject Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord of their life, you're going to have that experience to choose between having your head cut off or taking the mark of the beast. And when you take the mark of the beast, you lose your soul. When you take the mark of the Antichrist, he will have total control of your life. You cannot buy nor sell without that mark. You can't buy a a slice of bread or a quart of milk. Every move you make can be chartered. Every dollar you spend can be documented. Right now, America is racing toward a food crisis. We are. 
We're plowing under vegetable crops from coast to coast. We are euthanizing millions of chickens. We're dumping milk by the hundreds of thousands of gallons out on the ground. We're getting ready to kill fat cattle because there's a bottleneck created by the effects of the COVID-19. Listen, right now in America, 30 million acres of, of American farmlands belongs to foreign nations. In a food crisis, they can take that food and ship it home, and Americans will never have access to it and cannot touch it. Wake up, America. Our forefathers bled and died to give us the land of the free and the home of the brave. If any of you in Washington are paying attention, why don't we pass a law breaking the iron grip of foreign nations over this nation's economy that's being held by foreign countries? Let us have this land. A brief history of the New World Order. Understand that historically from Genesis 11 to late last night, the objective of every new order is to cast God and his son Jesus Christ off the face of the earth and out of society. The first New World Order came at Babylon where Nimrod rebelled against God in heaven and organized an occultic religion. Nimrod's wife, Samarimus, was called the Queen of Heaven. She had a son named Tammuz whom she said was divine, meaning he was the son of God. History calls this the mother-child cult. The symbol is a mother holding a baby in her arms. You need to read more about this in a forthcoming book that's coming out in uh, October, Earth's Last Empire, because it will show you this path and why it's still with us. The second attempt of the New World Order out of the European history comes a group called the Illuminati. That means the Enlightened Ones. It's a super secret organization of international financial powers, people who are uh, considered themselves intellectuals. Their objective was to produce in Europe and the world a group of men who could control the world. Their leadership consisted of Satanists and atheists. Ironic that the followers of the Prince of Darkness called themselves enlightened. But remember, Satan presents himself as an angel of light. Their purpose was to kick God out of society. Thirdly, to the United States of America. The US dollar bears the phrase, one world order, a seal adopted by Congress in 1782. Right under the pyramid are those three words, novus ordo seclorum, which means new world order. After World War I, President Woodrow Wilson produced the League of Nations in man's relentless pursuit of a one-world government. Sixty-three nations joined that League of Nations, but it did not stop Adolf Hitler in World War II. Fast forward to Adolf Hitler, who told the German people he was going to bring a new order. It was going to bring peace and prosperity to the world for a thousand years. Nazism was a religion and Hitler was their God. Sieg Heil was a word of praise and worship to Hitler. He dragged the world into a bloodbath that slaughtered 50 million people and systematically murdered 6 million Jewish people, the chosen people, the covenant people, 
the cherished people, the apple of God's eye. Today in America, the United Nations wants a new world order. What do they want? Brock Chisholm says, who's the director of the UN World Health Organization, quote, to achieve a world government, new world order, it's necessary to remove from the minds of men their individualism. Secondly, their loyalty to their families. Thirdly, national patriotism. And fourthly, religion. How quickly can you lose your constitutional rights? Overnight. From the Tower of Babel to the United Nations to the godless members of the U.S. Congress who desire to kick God out of America and let the laws of socialism rule this nation. God is about to say, it's enough. You've taken me out of your schools. You've taken my word out of your schools. You've taken me out of your universities. People who believe in me in the universities have been mocked and belittled. God's going to say, you've rejected me, America, and I'll reject you. You've murdered 60 million babies through abortion. Your sins are the equal of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's payday. God could say that to this country. There's one thing that equals the love of God, and you must never forget this. It's the wrath of God. It is the wrath of God. God loved Israel, but when Israel broke the law of God, read the discipline he put them through. It will break your heart. God is going to say in the near future, I'm going to turn Satan's Messiah loose on the earth. That would be the Antichrist. The Bible calls him the son of perdition. Son of perdition means son of Satan. Have you noticed how demonology and Satan worship are dominating the screens of your television and the themes of movies? The Antichrist is going to make Hitler look like a choir boy. The Bible says he's going to slaughter one-fourth of the earth's population in that seven-year period. In the name of peace, he will wage war and produce hell on earth. For those of you who missed the rapture, you're going to experience these things. One, there will be a destruction of the monetary system. You are watching the death of the dollar right now. During CB19, I heard several new network commentators urge people not to pay. Anything with cash, implying that it was contaminated with a virus and was dirty money. Please pay with plastic. The socialists in America want to see the death of the dollar. With digital dollars, the government can totally control you. I asked one of the leading bankers in San Antonio the other day how quickly America could drop the dollar and be in a world of plastic with digital dollars. His response was, overnight. I said, you mean a week? He said, overnight. Young people of America, those of you who are screaming the joys of socialism, socialism in history has never worked. It didn't work for Hitler and the Germans. It didn't work uh, for Joseph Stalin in Russia. Both of those people killed tens of millions of people. It didn't work. Socialism makes the government your God. There is only one God who can supply your every need, and he is in the highest heavens. He is not in Washington, D.C. Let me give you some simple economics principles. You cannot spend your way to wealth.
If that were true, some of you would be very rich. You cannot spend your way to wealth. You have to work your way to wealth. You don't deserve anything until you work for it. Then you can claim it. What one person receives without working, another person must work without receiving. Listen closely. The government cannot give to anybody anything that the government does not first take away from someone else. When half of the people get the idea that they do not have to work because the other half of the people are going to care for them, the half that is doing the caring will get the idea that it does no good to work and they'll stop. My dear friends, that will be the end of America and we are on the edge of that right now. Our government deliberately abandoned the gold system in 1965. That means the money in your pocket, the dollar in your pocket is fiat money. And for those of you who didn't take economics, that means it is backed by nothing. The coming of the Fourth Reich, the new world order of tomorrow. When the church is left, there will be a Fourth Reich headed by the Antichrist. It will cover the earth. One-fourth of the earth's population is going to be killed in seven years. How do you know this? The Bible makes that very clear in its identification of the great sea. Daniel 7, 2 and 3, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven strove upon the great sea. What is the great sea? Revelation 17, 15, John the Revelator gives the idea of the great sea. As the angel spoke to him, he said, and he said unto me, John, the waters which you saw are the great sea, are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues, meaning the whole world. Why am I saying this? Because I've heard pastors say, it will never affect America. We're so righteous. Not hardly. The whole world will be under the iron hoof of the Antichrist. Revelation 13, 7, in the latter half, an authority was given unto him, meaning the Antichrist, over every tribe, over every tongue, and every nation. That's America. Point. The Antichrist will have complete authority. Our economy will have emerged into a one-world economy, a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world currency. If you do not bow to the Antichrist, he will kill you. That's what you call a repressive government. The good news is that the church of Jesus Christ is gone before the tribulation happens. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. This is Paul writing to the New Testament church. The mystery of lawlessness was already working. Only he who now restrains, who is that? Will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath out of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Let me give you the translation of that. For the mystery of lawlessness is the spirit of Antichrist. Paul said that spirit is already in this age. 
Brother, if it was in that age, it's really in this one. Only he who now hinders, who is that? That's the, that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is hindering the work of Satan. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in you. No man comes unto the Father except the Spirit draws him. The Holy Spirit is in you. You are what? You are salt and you are light. Satan is hindered from taking the world over as long as we're here. But the instant we're gone, now God will give to him absolute control of a world that is following the prince of darkness. How many of you understood that clearly? Thank you. If you knew how many hours in seminary we debated that, there are people who want to say that it's going to happen in the middle of the tribulation, at the end of the tribulation. It is not possible as long as the Holy Spirit is in the church because the Holy Spirit is the restrainer keeping the prince of darkness from coming to the earth. When we leave, let him have it. People ask the question, well, if I take the mark of the beast, will Jesus forgive me when he comes the second time? Read my lips. No. Revelation 14, 9. If any man worship the beast or his image and receive the mark in the forehead or in his hand, the same will drink of the wine of the wrath of God and be tormented with fire and brimstone. The Antichrist will appear at the time of the end. Daniel 8, 17. The end of what? The end of the dispensation of grace and the beginning of the seven-year trial called the Great Tribulation. The time of the end is right now, for at the time appointed, the end shall be. The question for today is, are you personally ready to meet Jesus Christ in the air for the rapture of the church? I mean, boom, just like that, we're going to be gone. And a bunch of you are going to be sitting here. Oh, what happened? Nothing prophetic has to be fulfilled. The coming of Jesus Christ is imminent. Saints of God, we're going to a city where roses never fade. We're going to a city where the word goodbye has never been spoken. We're going to a place where tears have never been shed. We're going to a city that has never seen suffering, that knows no sorrow, that knows no separation, no sickness. There will be no cancer wards there. There will be no death there, no pain there, no suffering there. We're going to a city where the redeemed wear crowns of glory and dazzling robes of righteousness. We're going to walk on streets of gold to mansions of splendor by the architect of the age we're going to cast our crowns at his feet he is our lord our savior our redeemer he is our healer he is our burden bearer he is the way maker he is the chain breaker he is the lion of the tribe of judah he's the alpha and the omega he's the first and the last he is Emmanuel, the hope of glory. He is the great I am. He is the great shepherd of the sheep. He's the great physician that heals. He is the light of the world and the Lord of glory. Hallelujah to the Lamb of 
Bears in the house. Lift up your hands and rejoice. The king is coming. The greatest question you will ever answer in your life is, are you ready for the coming of Jesus Christ in the clouds of heaven for his church? Those of you who are watching across America and in foreign countries, there's no distance in prayer. And there's something in your life that you want Christ to forgive. Whatever you have done, he can forgive you. He will forgive you. This will be the day of days if you receive him into your life with this coming prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to forgive me of all of my sin and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Today, I come to the cross and receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And from this day forward, I will serve him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body. From this moment forward, Jesus is the Lord of my life. Amen. Amen. The day of miracles is not over. The Lord fully intended for miracles to be a reality today. We serve a miracle-working God, and He can heal you. We are thankful for every partner that sows into Hagee Ministries, helping us spread the message of the gospel. Stay with us. At the end of the program, Pastor has a blessing. A lasting legacy is all about the actions you take during your life. Your actions will affect how people remember you for generations to come. As a legacy partner, your monthly gift supports humanitarian efforts in Israel, the Sanctuary of Hope, and our global broadcast outreach. The Bible states that when you bless Israel, God blesses you. God can use us in amazing ways to enrich the lives of God's chosen people. Partner with us today. Call the number on the screen or go to jhm.org partner. Do you need a healing miracle today? Take refuge in Scripture, knowing that the Word of God has the power to heal you. The same God who raised the dead and created heaven and earth has the power to restore your life. For your support this month, Hagee Ministries would like to send you resources that will bless your life. Faith in Christ is the victory that overcomes the world. Send your gift today, green, or visit jhm.org healer. And now, your blessing with Pastor John Hagee. And now, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, giving you his peace. May you know that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. May you walk in the expectation of the anointing that God is going to pour out in your life. May you know the Lord's overflow that will bless your children and your family. It will continue to bless those with whom you're associated. 
May God's flowing out of you be in such proportion that everything you touch is anointed and blessed of him. In the authority of his holy name, we pray and ask these things. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of the Network Live, visit knelradio.com or find our podcast on iTunes and podbean.com. To follow more news, insights, and stories, follow the Network Live on Facebook. If you would like more information about being a guest on the Network Live, contact us at thenetworklive.org. The Network Live will be back next week at 10 a.m. right here on KNEO Radio 95.3 FM and KNEOradio.com. I'm Debbie Rule. Thank you for listening today.